Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening to the Black and Green podcast again. I'm so excited to get have you guys here with us today. I'm very excited to get to talk to my yoga teacher, Tiana Christine. Tiana Christine, can you introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. Hi, my name is Tiana, and I am a yoga teacher and entrepreneur. I'm based in the DMV area, I'm also teaching everywhere virtually, and I am so excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the world of yoga? Um, how did that kind of get started? I started yoga back in 2009, and I really got started just as a way of trying to find fitness that did not involve sweating out my hair. Total <laughs> transparency. Uh, so I really was just trying to think of different ways. I got in, I stumbled into yoga at the gym, and I was like, okay, this is a really good workout. And I really didn't think anything about it in a deeper level. It wasn't until later on that I really started getting into the practice that I really got to find out the mental and spiritual benefits of it. And that's when I also realized in getting deeper into yoga that there were not a lot of people of color that did yoga. Uh, and that's in my travels from going to different yoga events and uh, also in teacher training. So in uh, 2016, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make this a priority in my life. Um, after a series of uh, events happened in 2016, I said, I'm going to make this a priority. And I got my teacher training um, complete in 2018. Oh, that's so awesome. It's funny how you found it. It was more of a, a drive towards uh, working out and less of a mental, spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. But after you kept doing it, you understand that mental and spiritual connection also existed. What kind of did that make you lock in? What kind of made you lock into yoga? Was it still about the hair? No, it was no longer about the hair, especially when I started doing um, hot yoga. <laughs> the hair was out the window. Uh, but really, I will say it wasn't until I realized, because I'm a person that is always doing so many different things at once and multitasking. Mm. So when it came to yoga, I was doing just yoga, nothing else. I'm having my time on the mat and that's it. And I really got to take a break and a pause from all the different things that were going on around me. And I will say in 2016, uh, after dealing with a lot of loss and grief, I really doubled down in my practice. And that's when I really leaned heavily on yoga. I didn't do anything else, no alcohol, anything, just yoga. And that really got me through. Is that focus it allowed you to focus on yourself in a way that a lot of us multitaskers, myself included, don't get to do? Mm-hmm. And so why do you think that spiritual connection exists with yoga? Kind of talk, talk me through that. Um, I know I've experienced it, but it's hard to put words to what's actually happening. 
I will say it's a really big connection when you are sinking your breath your body, and you're really getting in alignment. And and people will say the chakras, you know, they don't really believe in it, but it's a real big thing when you're breathing deeply and being intentional. Mm. So setting an intention for your practice, I'm really big on intention setting. Those things help to kind of lock you in Mm. and you don't even realize that you're feeling good. Now, when you're working out, you're still going to get some of those good, positive energies. Those endorphins are going to be released. Mm. Same thing with yoga. It's just now you're being way more intentional with your focus because a lot of the postures not only take, oh, I'm just flexible. I can get into it. It takes some focus with balance, with strength. So it's a whole total body experience. Oh, it really, really is a whole total body experience. And I I know for me personally, sometimes getting out my own head and having space to just think. Um, and that sounds like a weird thing to say, but literally being able to think in all silence, mm-hmm. except the instructor telling you what postures to get into I can sometimes think and get so much clarity in my thoughts that I cannot get in any other time right right exactly and I feel like you know when you're working out like say you're going to the gym you're probably listening to music but you're actively like doing a whole bunch of things rather you're counting or whatever it is and sometimes with yoga it's almost like that time when you're in the shower or you're driving. You have so many thoughts that rush in, mm-hmm. so many good ideas that rush in because you're not really focused on trying to sit at the computer and type words or trying to create content or anything like that. You're really focused on something else, and that's when your brain unlocks different parts of your creativity. And I really feel like that helps me with yoga. It helps me with not only just being great on the mat, but also showing up for life in other aspects. Yes, yes. Showing up for life in other aspects, I think it's really important. Um, A saying I heard that I think kind of carry, I carry it with me is that imagine that you're in a practice outside of the mat. And so you get this practice on the mat, but you can take it in other places outside the mat. So the same way that you're really thoughtful and you're intentional and you're setting kind of these intentions, you can take that out off the mat and also do it in your everyday life as you're walking and you're setting your intentions. And I'm going to be very intentional. So I love the idea of taking what I'm learning in yoga off the mat also. Exactly. And And I will say with yoga, there's, you know, the eight limbs of yoga and you are not just practicing yoga on the mat. You're taking it off the mat with you. And that makes it where you're being and embodying the air quote yogi. Yes, yes, exactly. I know you said that you are a multitasker and you love to do a lot of things. So I know you are currently working on another um, project or process that I think is really interesting called the Melon Queen um, Cards. And so can you tell me more about that and how to get started and what, what inspired you? Yes. So this was inspired back in 2020 where we were all home and uh, my co-founder, Andrea, uh, we came up with this. This is one of my very best friends. 
we decided to make some activity cards that focused on mindfulness, that focused on some creativity, some reflection, and some activities that we could do, even in a COVID environment, that would focus on things that's just for us. Mm-hmm. A lot of them can be done within a week's time. So there's 52 cards. Got it. Got it. I understand that. And so can you name some of the kind of the things that you can do for yourself when you're at home and quarantined in? What are some of those things? Um, Give us some examples. Yeah. So, okay. One of the ones that we're actually highlighting um, this week on Thursday is card 23, and that is bring your vision to life. And that one is about creating a vision board. Mm. So that's a a good one. Um, I will say card number one actually is capturing a moment in time. So just capturing a moment where you're sitting there and reflecting on what's going on right now in this moment. A lot of it has a lot of journaling pieces uh, and components to it. There's elevating other women. So thinking about the women that have inspired you in your life and maybe reaching out to them, giving them their flowers, journaling about the experience, trying different foods in a different way. There's so many different cards. Um, But like I said, a lot of them are for reflection, for creativity, for self-care, for mindfulness. Of course, we have to have a card in there that talks about, you know, having a spa day and that spa day can be at home. It doesn't have to be going and spending a lot of money. Of course, it's still COVID um, friendly. And then there's other ones that just say, clear the calendar and just enjoy the day. Don't do anything. Don't make plans. Make your plan to do nothing. I love this. I love this. And I love the idea of kind of having a a guide, having the cards of pool that say, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. So it allows you it reminds you, honestly, because there are things that we wouldn't know if we thought about it, but it reminds you to do them and say, ah, this is great. Let me clear my calendar today. Ah, uh, this is a great way. Let me have a spa day today. So I think it's a great way to put a reminder and an emphasis of putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I love the aspect of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so kind of how, from thinking more, put your business head on, how are you thinking about getting these cards to the right consumer? Who's your ideal customer and how are you going to make sure you get these cards in their hands? Okay. So we originally got started. Our deal customer was 25 to 45, a working woman, maybe has a family. And it was, wasn't until we actually started selling the cards that we noticed that our deal customer may be, um, around 30 to 50 and even 60, uh, because there's a lot more life experiences and you may be at a different place in your life that you, you know, may say, okay, I'm going to actually invest and spend time with myself. Uh, so that was kind of our ideal avatar. Of course, it's a woman of color. We have created these cards ideally for women of color. Uh, So a lot of them have references that women of color can identify with. And then we said, all right, who would be our target? So most of the women that we feel would be most ideal for this are women that like to read books, that like to journal, and that like to have different experiences and try different things. Even if you have an idea that you want to try something and maybe just a little inkling of thought 
that I want to try some things new. This is for you. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. I love the idea of I'm constantly thinking about what I can do for self-care. What does my self-care look like? And I kind of have my ideas of the things I'm used to doing. But I love the idea of there's more things I haven't even thought of. You just said clear your calendar. It's like, oh my gosh, that's a fantastic idea. I'm like you. I'm a planner. I'm always doing a million things. I'm always very organized. And the idea of a day when I have nothing planned and nothing scheduled is sounds fantastic. And I like the idea of having a tool to use where they can help me come with ideas I may not think of on my own. Right. Great. Yes. I'm glad that you enjoy it. <laughs> so I think it works out really, really good to like uh, 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 something to use to try to help you on that journey to on self-care because self-care is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all doing different pieces of a pie to try to get to our maximum wellness and happiness. So I love this being a tool that I can pull out and use. Great. Yes. And that's exactly what we were going for. Something that isn't going to take up a full day. And sometimes when people think about self-care Sunday, they just think about, okay, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to get a massage. But there's so many other things that involve self-care that are outside of that spectrum. And that's when we say, all right, we did lots of research and even some focus groups on getting these cards right and trying to make sure that we had cards that were both interesting and cards that made you think. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the cards in there are actually about just sitting and people watching. And some people may find that really interesting. It really... um, was well uh, in our focus group. It actually trended very well. And then some people may be like, oh, I'm a little bit uncomfortable about it, but it's just trying something different. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that you really don't think about because we're so much involved in what's going on with our day that just sitting and people watching is sometimes can be considered as something that is a waste of time or mindless, but it just gets you to relax. Mm, I love that. So tell me about your self-care practice. So I love to spend time by myself. I'm not even going to lie. I love alone time. Uh, I'm on the mat a lot and I'm doing videos. I'm teaching. So I love to kind of introvert in and I'm a big foodie. So food is a, is a big part of self-care for me. <laughs> uh, and I love to make my smoothies. I like to relax, pamper myself. But I will say every single day, I try to make sure that I have some time to myself. So rather if that's in the morning or in the evening, that I dedicate some portion of my day just to kind of have some alone time. Typically, that's with some music. Or that's just sitting in quiet, maybe my journal time. But every day I try to get that in. Now, if I'm going to schedule something, some type of self-care, of course, that involves yoga. And that's my my private uh, time that I do yoga, not on camera. I will go, of course, and book my spa days. But just those little moments that I get of quiet are magic to me. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness. Be in your truth. Be in your wholeness. 
Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth, finding your breath, and instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. Are you a vegan or do you just enjoy vegan food? I am mostly vegan, yes. Oh, that's so right. I was strict vegan for a complete and solid year. And then, of course, life happens. And then I just was like, you know what? Let me get back to being more vegan because I appreciate it. Now, I will say um, I've adopted more of a plant-based lifestyle mm. because, of course, veganism doesn't encompass a lot of different things, no leather products and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there are some vegan, some leather products that aren't necessarily vegan. Uh, I want to say even like in my car or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. There are some leather goods that come in. Typically, I don't buy leather goods, but I, I like to consider myself as mostly plant-based. Oh, I love that. I love the plant-based. Um, I know for me, I'm also a foodie, but I can be more plant-based um, and I'm a pescatarian. So that's kind of where I draw, like, that's kind of the, what the, I wouldn't say rules, but that's kind of the thing I do that I feel um, the healthiest is I'm more plant-based and I try to make sure I eat whole um, and holistic foods. I got you. No, I completely understand. Uh, seafood was one of the ones, especially like crab and shrimp, that I stopped eating even... I was pescatarian for years, and I had to stop eating because it just didn't like me. Uh, so I stopped eating that long before just only because it didn't agree with, with my body. And I said, okay, well, that was easy to cut out. Uh, meat stuff... Yeah, I was saying I, I I haven't eaten chicken probably since high school. And with seafood, I was pescatarian for years. And that's when I transitioned over to being vegan. And I, I didn't go back. It has affected, you know, I've loved the way my skin looks and things like that. So, yeah. That's awesome. How do you feel about gluten? I haven't had any sensitivity to gluten so I've I have watched it and tried to see like okay if I introduce gluten free products does that change or you know make my life any better I haven't had any um, any negative effects with gluten so I don't really take it out of my diet I try to be mindful but I don't really have any sensitivity I love that idea of I'm listening to my body 
I'm not following a hard and fast rule. I'll see how my body responds. If my body responds to gluten differently, then maybe I respond differently and look at things more of listening to my body. I just saw a um, a post on the Book of Faces. That's what I call Facebook. <laughs> so I just um, saw someone on the Book of Faces talking about how they don't, if you don't, if you are peeing every 30 minutes, Maybe you don't need to drink a gallon of water. Know your body. And if you're peeing every 30 minutes, maybe that's too much for you. But if your pee is really yellow, maybe you need more water. So pay attention to what your body's doing to know what actions you need to take. And I think that is a really good idea of learning how to listen to yourself and measure what you need because everyone's different. Exactly. Exactly. I know they have a lot of things about eating to your blood type and things like that. There's been so many vegan um, influencers who have come out and they were eating seafood and things like that because their body was starting to be affected by their diet. And I am definitely a person that I'm not a a judgy um, person when it comes to your health and your body and what you put inside of your body. I go to dinner with a lot of people who eat meat and they're like, are you going to have a problem with me eating meat? No, um, I'm not going to sit here and and judge you for eating meat. If you want to eat meat, that's fine. I I would prefer that you get it that's ethically sourced and things like that, but I cannot force my values on you. Everybody meets that path when they get there. And most of the people who are vegan now, they didn't start off being vegan. Mm -hmm. So you can't start saying, well, now that I've had this awakening and this newfound information, then now I'm going to condemn and judge every single person who Mm -hmm. hasn't seen my views and seen what I've seen yet, because we all have to get there. We're all on our own journey. So I don't judge other people. I try to go to places that have a good mixture. I love a good vegan restaurant, but one of my restaurants that I love, Busboys and Poets, they have a great mix of vegan food, non-vegan food, and that's good for everybody. Yes, yes. I love the idea of being like I think it's can be difficult for people to stand in your truth, but don't judge other people. And and everyone is on their own path and your truth might not be someone else's truth. So I think it's a beautiful place to be in of just standing in my own space with a no content or judgment with anyone else's space that they're living in, unless they're harming themselves. I mean, there's some boundaries to that, but literally if they're just, they want to make a different choice, that's their different choice to make. It's their life at the end of the day. Exactly. And it is January. So there are so many people I haven't got the phone calls yet. We're just a few days in of, okay, what should I eat? What foods? Give me the smoothie recipes. And that's okay. I'm there. I'm, I'm here for it when you're ready. Um, but I'm not going to go out and just finger shake in front of people and say, you should do this and you should do that. Exactly. Exactly. That's not your role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not your role at all. So um, I think this fairly is also the beginning of the year and everyone always talks about this new me, new year movement changes. They're trying to make these big changes for the new year. Kind of what's your thought about that? What's your thought about the new year's resolution and kind of what, what, what are your feelings towards it? I personally am not a resolution type person. 
I love to vision board. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is going to be the third year that I've created a vision board. And that really has resonated with me. The first time I did it, um, I was actually teaching um, for like a mini retreat and they did a vision board. And so I said, okay, let me go ahead and jump in on this. Um, And this was Chloe's vision board party, actually. And I said, all right, let me put this together. Now, this was January 2020. Now, March 2020 came and things went crazy, but a lot of the things that I put on my vision board still actually happened. Mm. And that to me spoke to manifestation. I had it up in my yoga studio, so I would see it every single day and just kept me grounded on what I wanted to accomplish in the year. So even though the world went into quarantine and things changed, I was still able to pivot and make those things happen. So I'm a strong believer in manifestation, vision board. Yes, you can say, all right, I want to do this, but lifestyle changes is where it's at. It's not just because it's January and it's a new year that automatically you're going to become a new person. Every single day you're a new person. So you have to just keep going. The consistency is where you need to thrive in. I think the idea about it being a journey um, it's never a destination. Mm-hmm. So I think that the new year, new me concept is, ah, it's not hitting at the actual core, that every day is a new journey and you're on that journey constantly to get to what your their goals are. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest mottos, start where you are. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like, you know, January is not the start for you, that's okay. Some people start their new year on their birthday. Yeah. So whatever, whatever resonates with you and don't be afraid to just start where you are. If you mess up today, it's okay. Tomorrow is another day. It's a new day. So start where you are. I love that. Um, I know in your yoga classes, you always pull a meditation card. Pull a meditation card for us right now if they're close by and let us know what that is. Yes. So today's intention word is actually balance. And uh, I told you, I pick an intention word every single day. And balance was really one for for me that I kind of reflected on this morning because it's not only just like, okay, you want to have the balance of being able to work and play, but it's also work and play and rest and just no, just white space in the time. You know, you say rest, but sometimes we're doing other things. And of course, if if you are a multitasker like me, probably watching TV is not just watching TV. It involves so many other things. You probably have the laptop in front of you. You're checking emails. And so it's, it's a balance of all of the things. It's the balance of drinking water, calling back friends and loved ones. I mean, it's so many different things. So balance really kind of spoke to me this morning because I struggle sometimes with just keeping it all together. And I am a big person that schedules time on the calendar because I want to make sure I have enough time for it, even down to, okay, I'm going to call loved ones that's scheduled in because if it's not scheduled, I may forget and I may not be able to get it in. So I try to schedule and block off time to make sure that I'm having that balance of not just work time, but also 
free time. I love that. And you know what works for you. And so you you structure everything in a way that works for you. And I think that's the takeaway for me is like know yourself and be true to yourself and honor your own needs and trust and trust your intuition intuition. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining the black and green podcast. It was so much fun talking to you and thank you for everything that you brought here to us today. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Kristen. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.